This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Monday, May 1st. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Purdue and Roberts to announce new school lunch rule. USDA names top communications officials. Purdue works with White House on high-level appointees. And Trump's USTR joins fight against food name protection. New USDA Secretary Sonny Purdue had a busy first week, and he's showing no signs of slowing down. Today, he's traveling to Leesburg, Virginia, where he and Kansas Senator Pat Roberts will have lunch at Catoctin Elementary School and unveil a new federal rule to provide regulatory flexibility to the National School Lunch Program. Roberts, who is chairman of the Senate Agriculture Committee, was a longtime opponent of the Obama administration when it came to provisions of the Healthy Hunger Free Kids Act that regulate school meal standards when it comes to things like sodium and sugar levels. Roberts, in a statement released with a letter to USDA on the subject, said, School meal rules have limited the flexibility of school food service providers, led to declining participation of the program, increased food waste in school cafeterias, and caused confusion regarding what foods can be used in fundraisers and extracurricular activities. Michigan Senator Debbie Stabenow, the top Democrat on the Senate Ag Committee, won't be at the event, but she has the latest guest on AgriPulse Open Mic. USDA names top communication officials. USDA Secretary Sonny Perdue now has a full staff of political appointees in his communications office. The corner offices on the north wall of the fourth floor of the USDA's Washington headquarters, the row of offices reserved for the department's Office of Communications, have finally been filled. Tim Murtaugh, formerly the top spokesman for Representative Lou Barletta, a Republican of Pennsylvania, has been named communications director. It's the top spot and comes with a two-office suite that overlooks the Washington Monument, just two floors above the office of the USDA Secretary, Sonny Perdue. Michonne Rich, who most recently led communications for Ohio Senator Rob Portman's re-election campaign, has moved into the other corner office after being named USDA's new Deputy Communications Director, as well as Press Secretary. Before working for Portman, Rich was the Deputy Communications Director for Senator Dean Heller, a Republican of Nevada. Adjoining her office, they're all connected by inner doors that remain almost constantly open, those are the offices of David Blair and Ella Misrahi. Blair, who was named late last week as Deputy Press Secretary, grew up in rural Illinois, but comes to Washington from New York City, where he worked in Trump Tower as the National Director of the Youth for Trump organization. Mizrahi, who is now serving as press assistant, comes to USDA with a more colorful background and is likely the only appointee who can do a triple Lutz on the ice. Before coming to USDA, she worked in the Trump campaign, and before that, she was a competitive figure skater. Purdue works with White House on high-level appointees. As to Purdue's sub-cabinet, names are expected to be announced soon for the undersecretary and the other high-level positions, not to mention the number two spot at USDA. Industry sources continue to say that Iowa Agriculture Secretary Bill Northey is likely Purdue's choice for the USDA Deputy Secretary job. Purdue said Friday in an audio statement, we've interviewed some people and we'll be passing their names along to the White House to make sure that they agree with us. Or they may have other names which we will agree to. We'll be doing that expediently. Bill set stage for Senate effort to curb regulations. 
a regulatory reform bill introduced by Republican Senator Rob Portman of Ohio and Democrat Heidi Heitkamp of North Dakota have introduced a regulatory reform bill that is getting cheers from business while alarming environmentalists. The Regulatory Accountability Act would require federal regulators to use the most cost-effective approach to regulating business and would result in a more transparent and accountable regulatory process, that according to Portman's office. A different version of the bill has already passed the House. American Farm Bureau Federation and the National Corn Growers Association are among a wide range of agribusiness groups that support the legislation. The Natural Resources Defense Council says the bill would cripple the government's ability to protect people from dirty air, contaminated food, polluted waters, and other serious health threats. NRDC Director of Government Affairs David Golston said on a call with reporters that the bill would make it difficult, if not impossible, for new regulations to be put into effect. Bill Kovacs of the U.S. Chamber of Commerce says the new process required by the legislation would protect the parts of the regulatory system that keep the proverbial trains running on time while requiring agencies to do more homework on the most costly and transformational rules. Dairy groups laud USTR support for fight against geographical indications. U.S. dairy groups are celebrating the fact that the Trump administration, like the Obama administration before it, is an ally in the fight against the European effort to restrict using food names like Parmesan cheese. The office of the U.S. Trade Representative has released a 74-page report on trade and U.S. intellectual property rights, and it's highly critical of the EU's efforts to convince countries around the world to accept its geographical indication restrictions. The USTR stresses in the report in the EU and other markets that have adopted the EU GI system. American producers and traders either are blocked effectively from those markets or must sell their products as Parmesan-like, Gorgonzola-kind, Asiago-style, or imitation feta, which is costly, unnecessary, and can reduce consumer demand for the products. And that's exactly the kind of support from the USTR that the U.S. Dairy Export Council appreciates. Council President Tom Vilsack said in a statement on Friday, As trade policy strategy has developed this year, we urge the administration to build further upon the U.S. government's past successes in pushing back against the EU's global GI agenda. This work should continue to include both bilateral engagement with our trading partners and incorporation into any trade agreement discussions. Lemongate again. President Donald Trump suggested last week he'd likely allow the U.S. ban on Argentine lemons to be lifted. The comments came during a meeting with Argentine President Mauricio Macri and prompted new complaints that a political friendship is trumping science when it comes to trade. House Democrat of California Julia Brownlee is furious. President Trump should not sell American workers and American citrus growers down the river as a favor to the president of Argentina, she said. Ventura County produces nearly half of the nation's lemons. We cannot introduce devastating industry-killing pests and disease into the country. The complaint summons deja vu for a similar situation about a year ago, but it was a different U.S. president. When the USDA announced it was lifting a ban on Argentina's lemon shortly after President Barack Obama met with McCree about a year ago, critics slammed the move as a present to the South American leader. Here's today's He Said It. I'm looking for help. 
That's USDA Secretary Sonny Perdue talking about the need to get his high-level, politically appointed officials in place at the department. Well, that's Daybreak for this Monday, May 1st. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by McLeod, Watkinson & Miller, America's most experienced law firm in agricultural and derivatives law, and by Dairy Management Incorporated. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Daly.